Hello, 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 and welcome back, all of my beautiful, beautiful friends from the internet. I hope every single one of you is doing amazingly well today, and I'm so excited and happy to be back here with you on Reddit Asks Us. So welcome to Reddit Asks Us, where we read and react to comments from r slash reddit, r slash ask reddit. I am your host, Luke Dick. Now, before we head into the show, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on YouTube, uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Also, if you're listening on any of the uh, podcasting platforms, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Pandora, please leave us that juicy, juicy rating and leave us that review. It helps us out so much to get the show spread and gets the show into the ears of uh, all sorts of different people around the world and that's what we love doing we love sharing uh the show and spreading the be- what what everyone on the internet has to say they have amazing things to say and remember i want to just rem- get this out there for any new listeners to the show and anyone who's been listening for a while i'm doing this new thing so comments if you want to hear If you have an interesting take on one of the questions for the episode, comment it under my YouTube channel uh, on the episode that that comment correlates to or corresponds to, and I will read out your comment on the next episode, on the following week's episode. So at the beginning of the episode, I will read off uh, comments or reactions that that people may have had. Uh, from the last week's episode, and I'll read those ones out. So remember, that's on my YouTube channel. So if you have something interesting to say, please, please, please uh, contribute and comment under my YouTube channel at Reddit Asks Us on YouTube, and that's where you can find us. So we are going to be reading off one of those right now. So this is from last week's episode. What do you swear on your life to be 100% true? User Vortex tells us. What is up, Vortex? Uh, yeah, so I swear to you... Uh, oh, sorry. This is, That's a uh, different thing. Sorry. Beginning. Uh, whenever I'm playing with some Lego, I can never find the piece that I want. But whenever I'm not looking for it, it shows up everywhere. I, th- I this is This is a common thing all the time this just happens to me even when you're like like because especially being in university and college you're always like you are you're always building furniture you know like my my friends um sam and elias who i do the rap chat pod uh the rap chat podcast with uh we're starting up here again soon if you're into basketball and you like the toronto raptors tune in to uh rap chat uh rap chat official uh, and you guys will be able to see our new content. We're doing a bunch of new content this year. But my best friends over here, Sam and Elias, we were building a bunch of furniture this year. And you you set out all your pieces. You make sure you know they're in the right place. All these screws go here. These screws go there. I got to have this Allen key over here, this wrench over here. I got to have this drill here. And before you know it, you've lost everything you're supposed to keep track of. And then you're like holding something in like a weird position. And you're like with your friends, like, no, 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 get the piece, the piece. And they're like, well, I can't find the piece. Well, and it's like, well, don't drop them. Don't drop it. We need to keep the piece to get this hold together. Oh my God. I cannot tell you how many times we misassembled their couch. We put the back headrest on wrong, wrong. (laughs) It is all a matter of orientation. So we put it on, we try to put the cover on and we're like, this does not work. There is a giant piece sticking out of the back of this. The cover doesn't fit where we put this on wrong. This is totally wrong. So we like had to take the whole thing apart and then we had to like flip the, 
the the middle piece where your back rests again against a, a, a against this cushion trying to figure it out and we're like finally okay no no and like we're all settled we're like okay hey, this is the right way no 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 we got this we got this this time and then we tried to put it again it was literally on wrong in the exact same way we just like flipped everything around and just traded pieces basically and we had to uh we had to actually figure out how to make this couch and it took us like Oh my God. And it's so frustrating because those types of setbacks will set you back like a half an hour and you realize, oh my God, we spent an extra half an hour on this stupid project if we would have just done this right the first time. But sometimes those instructions don't help, man. Those instructions are actually weak. They need to work on the those instructions. But Vortex, I totally understand where you are coming from. It is very frustrating when you're looking for something and and if this is always this is keys man this is everything as soon as you want to be able to find that thing i have this this terrible habit of i, I have like my car keys and then i have like a, a ring that attaches to my car keys that uh has like my keys to my apartment uh the keys to the front door my mail keys uh just just miscellaneous keys and I'll, i have this bad habit of like detaching those keys from my car keys uh when i'm not using my car because they're just, my car keys are really bulky and I just don't like carrying that around in my pocket. So I'll just carry around the smaller set of keys, but then I'm always looking for either one of the keys. So I'll like need to drive my car, but I'm like, oh, how am I going to get back in my apartment? And then I'll be leaving my apartment. I'm like, oh, I need to go drive my car and I don't have my freaking car keys. So, uh, I absolutely understand. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I absolutely, I'm, uh, I forgot to tell you guys, I'm recovering from a little bit of COVID-19. I got COVID again, uh, which is actually this time with COVID was actually pretty 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 good i didn't it wasn't wasn't a big challenge or struggle for me but the tough thing was is i was literally planning to get excuse me i was planning to get my booster shot this week and uh i got covid instead so i guess covid's my booster and i won't even be able to get my booster shot until like next year so there's no point in no point in it now but I, uh, before I head into the actual podcast, I wanted to use this as a platform to quickly say, please, please, please go get your booster shots for COVID and also, um, get your flu shots, man. Like I, I like the, I, I, getting sick sucks. I don't know why I haven't gone to my flu shots in the past year. I think I've just been, felt like I've been invincible, but I got sick before I started my new job, um, like months and months ago. And I realize that getting sick and risking that is just not worth it. It is not worth it. I hate being sick. It puts you up for like a week. I don't, no one wants to be sick. No one wants to be sick. Being sick sucks. Just go and get your shots uh, and you'll be fine. So without further ado, why don't we head into today's wonderful, lovely, 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 lovely episode uh, today and that we're all going to dive into. And that is what was awesome as a kid but sucks as an adult. All right. So what sucked as a kid and is awesome. Or sorry, what sucked as a kid and is awesome. That'd be a fun one, actually. But what uh, was awesome as a kid, but sucks as an adult. First one comes from Mr. Paper. Having a hundred bucks in your bank account. Edit. Thanks for the awards. Noticed a few upside comments. Just wanted to explain a little further. Used a hundred bucks because it's a term I thought most users would be aware of. Uh, 100 DKK Danish currency would about be would be about $13 US. I didn't intend to belittle anyone if it came off that way. It didn't. People on Reddit are just unnecessarily sensitive. 
uh, for no particular reason. Oh, you had a hundred dollars. I never had a hundred dollars. Who gave you a hundred dollars? Going grow up, man. Come on. People grow up in different like different like circumstances. But I remember my mom giving me twenty dollars as a kid. Like tw- I'm in Canada, so twenty Canadian dollars, which you know that's like I don't know. Probably like $13 US now. I don't know, maybe like $14 US. <laughs> but back when I was a kid, the dollars were actually quite similar. So $20, $20 pretty much equaled $20 back then uh, of US dollars. And I remember like taking that money to, the, to our local confectionery and being like, I can buy whatever I want. I can buy two bags of chips and a candy bar and candy. I could get ice cream. I can get, I can rent a movie. I can do anything. This is my entire weekend right here. This is my week. I've got 20 bucks to spend for the whole week. This is amazing. It would be, I would be ecstatic. But don't get me wrong. I'm appreciative for $20 today. If I found $20 on the street, I'd be like, hell freaking yeah, that's $20. But it just doesn't seem to be as as significant when you're an adult. The twenty dollars is like, if I found twenty dollars on the street, I'd be like, "Damn, this is uh, this is something I should actually probably use for groceries. Like, this is my I should use towards something that's actually important, whether some whether then it's just like free money I should just spend willy nilly." Uh, we have a reply from Tiptoe Anderson. I remember in school when I was like ten, we had an essay on how. I would spend $1,000 in a day. We all wrote about getting huge houses and fancy limos, <laughs> buying all the candy in the store, and throwing huge parties. The teacher must have laughed so hard. Um, edit for anecdote. I just remembered. I was part of a, face group, a Facebook group uh, for London rental properties a few years back, and, uh, and so were some internationals. This poor guy asked how much to live in London, Someone said can be anywhere from 1k to 2.5 or pounds depending on which uh depending on the area the guy replied for how many years Yeah oh my god I uh and and that's that's what uh that's what reality does to you how would you spend $1000 in a day I mean, if I got that question asked me as a kid I don't even know if I'd be able to answer I don't even know what $1000 would have been able to buy I would have been like I don't know, I'd buy all the Lego sets at Toys R Us. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea how I would spend $1,000. Meanwhile, today, I think I would find it immensurably easy to spend $1,000. It would be un... It would be... I think it would be laughable how easy it would be to spend $100,000. I could spend $100... See, the thing was, when I was a kid, I couldn't find a reason to spend a hundred thousand, uh, sorry, I could find a reason to spend a thousand dollars. As an adult, I can find even pointless reasons to spend a thousand dollars. Reasons that are, I could spend a thousand dollars buying stupid stuff off of Amazon. Like, that is how, that's how bad it is. Like, it is, it's, it's incredibly easy to spend a thousand dollars. Like, oh my god. I'm just trying to think, like, geez, man, I probably spent, this is terrible, I don't want to say this, but you you can spend a decent amount of money, especially living in the country of Canada, uh, buying yourself a decent amount of liquid, um, uh, liquid courage, if you know what I mean. Uh, and that, I'm, I'm not saying, if you spend $1,000 in a month, that's messed up. But, 
it adds up pretty quickly. You know, a couple weekends, you're looking at a, you know, it depends on how fun of a time you're looking forward to having, but the money gets drained rather quickly, you know, because as soon as you're like, ah, let's go get some drinks tonight, boys, then it's like, oh, we gotta have chips, we gotta have chips, and it's like, oh, okay, we gotta have chips, oh, are we getting pizza tonight, and then that happens, like, two nights in a row, and you order food, and everyone's like, and then you're like, everyone's doing their, you know, their thing, drinking, or whatever, and then, then it's like, oh, we gotta hit the bar now, now we're getting, oh, great, and then by the time you've looked at your bank account over the last weekend, it's like, what I wouldn't do to just go back to the beginning of this weekend and try to spend $20 like I spent $20 as a kid, you know, buy some candy, maybe a bag of chips and just stay home and do nothing. But then that's the thing is like, oh, you want to be social. Everything, everything these days is about being so social. You have to go out and, and, and mingle with people, which actually I am, I am very happy to be doing nowadays because uh, I, I took it for granted before COVID and then COVID hit and I was, you know, cut off circulation from the social atmosphere. And now I feel very thankful and very blessed to be in it. But I didn't realize how awkward it was going to be. Everything nowadays, sometimes interactions just feel so awkward. Like, especially when you're an adult. Oh my God. I can't, like, I remember, like, first kind of moving here to Halifax, and I'm, like, trying to meet new people, and one, and, like, one of the best ways to meet new people is to do things that you're interested in, right? So, if you, like, uh, for me, I love playing basketball, and I love lifting weights, so, uh, like, in going to the gym and exercising and stuff, so, and basketball is, like, a passion of mine. Basketball is a very, very dark, deep passion of mine, but it doesn't have to be basketball. It could be anything. It could be board games. Uh, it could be video games, even. There's places you can go and play collective video games with people, and, and you can meet people all, uh, that way. But I remember, like, meeting people in person was so awkward. I never thought it was... It was. It seemed so easy as a kid. People would just come up to you and start having conversation with you. You just talk about things. But now, like, everything is, like, tuition's bullshit, right? <laughs> like, what do you say? Like, I don't know. I, I found myself asking, like trying to ask people questions and then people, I don't know what it is. It seems like sometimes people were, people were a little standoffish. So I ended up just like trying to talk to like fill conversational voids and it just being super, super awkward. Oh my God. Having to learn how to have conversations with people as an adult is, it's hard. <laughs> but anyways, let's keep moving on. Let's keep trucking along. Next one comes from content discussion 56, losing a tooth. Uh, Losing a tooth as a kid, man, my, oh, you know what my parents would do? This was the coolest thing when I was a kid. I, I took this for granted so much, but, um, so we were never, what did, yeah, so it was, uh, we never put the tooth under our pillow, or no, no, the money came under our pillow, but what we did with the tooth was my parents told us to leave it in a glass of water and, uh, like leave the tooth in the, in the glass of water beside your bed. And so in the middle of the night when you'd be sleeping, like the tooth fairy would come. Then the next morning you'd wake up, your tooth wasn't there, but the water would be a different color. And, and you'd be like, whoa. And then you'd like wake up with, or, or I think there would be, I think they put actually, I think they did put the money in the, in the, at the bottom of the cup. I think actually they did. Yeah. It was like, they'd put like a, in Canada, I was about to say in Canada, we have these things called loonies and toonies. And so a, a loonie is a dollar because we don't have bills. We have coins for dollars and $2. So we have a $2 coin and a, and a $1 coin and our $1 coins called a loonie. 
and a one dollar and a two dollar coin is called a toonie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, and normally you'd find like a toonie or a loonie at the bottom of your at the bottom of your glass. But what my parents would do is they would put food coloring in the glass of water so that that it would make seem it would make it seem like there had been a, you know, a uh, uh, a fairy that had been there. But uh, losing a tooth as an adult is i mean i've i've never i don't think i've lost a tooth as an adult or but i've i've actually i i know people who have whether that's been through sports or hockey or something or whether it's been through uh questionable decision making uh they've lost a tooth and i've seen people lose teeth and it looks extremely painful and there's a lot of blood there's a lot of blood that comes out of your mouth when you lose an a tooth when you lose an adult tooth and it's a lot of money to get that repaired. I don't even think that, I don't even know if that's covered by your insurance because uh, insurance works differently. Canada, United States, and I know most of my, <clears throat> I know most of my Amer- <laughs> listeners are American. So you guys, this healthcare system works a little bit differently. Uh, but I don't even know if that's something that's, that's covered by Canadian health insurance, especially if it's like by your own doing. We have a reply from four Nina Wells. Oh Yes. Can you imagine running around showing your family, look, I lost a tooth. Doesn't it make me look adorable? And when you are a kid, a lost tooth makes you money. And as an adult, it costs you way more than all the money the tooth fairy ever gave you. Yeah, losing a tooth as a... Oh, man, I hated losing teeth as a kid, man. I hated it. Oh, like tooth fairy, schmooth fairy, bro. I didn't care at all, man. I Like, oh, like... You know what's messed up? This is just messed. This is how messed up just human design is. The design of a person. The fact that you have to dig around in your own mouth as a child to painfully rip out your own teeth. That's fucked. These like ah! I remember like oh the feeling like when, oh the feeling that you get. When you can stick your tongue underneath your tooth and feel the top of your tooth, that is disgusting. That's gross. I mean, as a child, like, I don't think you notice that stuff as, I don't know, maybe in depth as you notice it as an adult, but that's disgusting. That's gross, guys. That is nasty. Your teeth fall out and they never fall out. They never just fall out. There's always, it's always in a big ordeal. You have to, like, Stick your fingers all up in your mouth and just fucking twist it and and rip that thing out. And then you're just like, oh, uh. it's just, it's pain built into the human experience. And you can't even get around it because everyone has teeth. Oh my God. That's like, who thought of this? Why? Who thought of this? What's the purpose or reason? Why did we have to lose teeth? Like, I feel like when you look at it in more of an abstract sense, you start to realize, like, damn, this shit doesn't really make any sense at all. This shit makes no sense. What the hell? It's whack. Whack as hell. Whack as hell. I don't care. No, losing teeth is... I'm not a... I'm not losing teeth guy. Oh, no, I was going to talk to you guys about this. Um, So, we have a we reply from Death Spiral 321. As a kid... You get to grow a new one for free. As an adult, it'll cost you over $5,000 just for a new tooth. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I see people with these nowadays, and I guess it's a, cos- it's a cosmetic thing. But what do you guys think of veneers? 
That's like where people will basically get. Um, I don't know if they get their teeth shaved off or they get. I, I, I think they get. Yeah, they keep the roots. I'm pretty sure. But they shave off their teeth till they're nubs, and then they put um, fake teeth in that are like perfect. But it's just something about it is just a little. They're they're often quite white. They're very noticeable. I mean, they look great, but I mean, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about them because they're strictly cosmetic surgery, and. I don't know, they're just supposed to make your teeth look better. But I know people, and I've seen people who have had fine teeth beforehand, but they get these veneers done, and it's like, why? You know what I mean? Like, your teeth are fine. Like, and then they're, like, they're just, they're so uh, noticeably bright. Like, 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 you can just tell, like, something is off about their teeth. And all the veneers look the same, too. So when you see other people with veneers, you're like... And the word veneer, that's such an old-sounding word. It's like, it's like the word rotary. Like, you know what I mean? You know the words that just sound old? Like, veneer sounds like an old chair, you know? Like, that has, like, like floral patterns, floral stitched patterns on it, and it's like looks like it was made in the 20s or 30s. You know, looks like it belongs in some like development museum, like like veneer. Go ahead and sit on the veneer. Oh, don't damage the veneer. Like it sounds like it's like a special type of wood, like aged wood. Oh, don't damage the veneer, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's what it sounds like to me. But there are words that, you know what I'm talking about. They just sound old. They sound like old people shit. Um, next one comes from Persimus. Waking up in another place than you fell asleep. Uh, reply from uh, Nertunb. Uh, not to get sappy, but I used to love when my dad would carry me into my bed after falling asleep in the car or on the couch. I would wake up when he was carrying, but pretend to be asleep. It was such a nice feeling. Uh, the second part of this is a little depressing, guys. He walked out on us. <laughs> like, okay. Sorry to be, sorry to slam into you guys like that. It's like, oh, I have these beautiful memories of my dad. Right before he walked out on us. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry that I don't, you were just talking about good memories, and now you just... I don't know how to react to this. I'm sorry, I don't... Is it a good thing that you... Or do you not like the... <sighs> but <laughs> He walked out on us right, right after my uh, baby brother was born. My mom became pretty jaded and emotionally distant and would just drag him into bed whenever he... <laughs> just drag him. Just like by his like neck. Like on the back collar of his shirt. His kid's just knocked out. Just dragging him along. Um, whenever he would fall asleep because she did not feel like carrying him into bed. I used to make it a point to carry him into his crib as gently uh, as 12-year-old me could. Hoping the little dude had that feeling too, despite being in a broken home. Oh, that's actually nice. That's actually nice that you did that for your little brother. Uh, I remember those moments as a kid. Those are some of the most pure moments. Is like... When you fall asleep on the couch or you fall asleep somewhere and you just have that that slight memory of your mom or dad carrying you into bed and laying you down and uh, the things that parents do for us. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it wonderful, folks? Uh, but yeah, when you're an adult, that situation is a lot more concerning 
than when you were a child because when you are a child and you you only know so many places when you're a child you know what i mean odds are if you woke up in a place where you didn't wake up uh where you didn't fall asleep when you were a kid odds are i mean you hope uh but in most normal circumstances odds are that place is somewhere within your home uh it is not very far from the vicinity of places that you are familiar with whereas when you are an adult and something like that happens to you the first thing that you might think was how much did i have to drink last night <laughs> or you might feel chain like uh handcuffs on your hands and uh duct tape over your mouth and you're sweating you're bleeding and uh you are in a very dark and damp small room and you are very frightened and scared i hope that that's not the case it sounds like a creepy pasta but um also the other question you might ask yourself is why is there shit in my pants and for how many days have i been out because i think I just may have been roofied. And that's a real concern, my friends. That's a real concern. I don't want to speak to this absolutely directly because I can't, and I did not have direct tactile experience with this, but I do know of somebody who was roofied. And uh, I can tell you right now, as an adult, if you're waking up in another place than you fell asleep, then that is very concerning because, my friends, you may have been roofied. The only way to know for sure is if Bill Cosby is leaving the room going <laughs> That's a terrible joke. That's a terrible joke. Are Bill Cosby jokes is that too are we done with Bill Cosby now? Is that are they are they still are those, is that joke not is that not with the times anymore? I don't know. I feel like it's pretty easy to make fun of that guy. I'm pretty sure he like he like <laughs> took a longer sentence in prison because he would not publicly admit that that what to to like his guilt so he took a longer prison sentence i don't know if that has to do with him not wanting to destroy the image of himself that people have but i'm like i don't know man i think people's image of you is already pretty pretty tainted i don't want to say for certain but odds are uh, if anyone saw you walking down the street, I don't think that they would have a very fond perception of you. Let me say, you wouldn't be necessarily remembered for your comedy, if you know what I mean. You wouldn't be rejoiced for your, uh, humorous skills, my friend, um, and your quick wit. I think you would be, uh, reprimanded from reasons that are much more serious. But, uh, anyways, let's move on. We got, next one comes from Slow Mechanic 180 Getting mail. I remember every day begging my parents uh, if I got mail. I had pen pals. I got so excited when something came for me. Now I dread going to the mailbox because all that will be there are bills. Mail stresses me out, man. I hate getting mail. I hate getting mail, man. I just, it's like mail is so unnecessary too. Why does it have to be paper? Why can't you just email this to me? Like paper is so stressful. It makes everything feel so much more real than it actually is. You know? Like I, I like I'll get I'll get something in my mailbox about your tenants insurance is changing this year and I'll be like Holy fuck Oh my god my life's over They found out they got me They got me It's over I don't know what I'm gonna do I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> It's like nothing I have to even have be concerned about it's just 
policy changes that they have to know you notify you about with your insurance company or whatever. But man, getting mail when you're when you when somebody said, "Oh, Luke, something came for you," and it wasn't something that you were like you weren't expecting to get mail. That's like the most exciting thing you could ever have happen to you as a child. You're like, no freaking way. Mail? No way. What? For me? Oh, where's dad? I gotta go tell dad. Like it's the most significant thing that happens to you in your little life. You get, as a little person, you get mail that you're unexpected about. And oftentimes it's like cool mail. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of an example of like cool mail, but I mean, yeah, we had pen pals in elementary school. We would do that sort of thing, which is pretty cool, but I don't know. Sometimes you would just get like my grandparents would often sometimes send us letters and they would put, you know, knickknacks or, you know, some candy in it or something, you know, just like, or just you get like a, I don't know, like you, you might just get a surprise package, you know, from every once in a while as a child, but now mail seems to be much more stressful because everything is related to what's so serious. And they come in the, when mail as a kid used to come in a regular envelope where, you know, where your name would be on the front. Now all mail comes in those like square shaped envelopes that have the plastic that you have to like see your name and your address in the front. And that's how you know, that's a serious piece of mail. That mail almost never has good news unless it's a check from like the government or something. Then it actually is good news. And then I can say that, uh, actually, I don't even know. I don't think I don't even know if uh, people in the United States get stuff like that. But uh, at least because I'm a student, you know, we get tax rebates and all this sort of thing. So every year, government will send us money back on our taxes or whatever. But sometimes mail can be good as an adult, but most of the time, it's pretty boring. Uh, next one comes from I am a cake spinning in circles. I tried to do that now while holding my little one, and I do about two spins before I'm lightheaded and dizzy as a drunk. <laughs> uh, so we have a reply here from Season Positive six seven seven one. Excuse me. Uh, my COVID is just—it's subsiding. The symptoms have subsided, but well, not entirely. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. The, the symptoms haven't uh, subsided entirely, so I'm a little sniffly, my friends. But. This is an excellent comment from seven years ago by uh, you slash Sean Sanders about why adults get dizzy when kids don't. There are many reasons for this in general, such as lack of reflexes and fine motor skills due to aging, which prevent your body from autocorrecting itself when it gets off balance. But specifically for what you're asking about spinning while sitting, it has to do with your inner ear, your cochlea maybe. Uh, when you tilt your head to the left, your body knows that your head is tilted to the left because it can sense it. If your eyes are open, you could sense it just by seeing that everything is not tilted. Uh, but if you close, uh, you would still be able to feel that you were tilted. Even when you pass out and wake up, never, remember, uh, never remembering having gone to sleep, as you awaken, you can sense which way you are oriented. Your body accomplishes through the use of liquid-filled tubes inside your inner ear, which stimulate nerves as the liquid uh, it's, uh, levels itself with gravity. This is the cochlea, my friends. When you are young, you have more blood flow to all various parts of your body, and your inner ear sensors are healthy and plentiful. As you age, however, you start to lose sensitivity in those nerves, or sometimes lose nerves completely. 
This makes it uh, so your inner ear sensor is less precise than when than it was when you were younger. Uh, when this means when you can really uh, shake it up, like spinning in a chair, it can take a little longer for it to sort itself out and figure where you are oriented. Additionally, people who can people can develop debris inside of those liquid field filled sensors, like calcium buildup, uh, like tiny rocks. Those end up sloshing around with the uh, as well as they interact with the liquid and send false signals to your brain via those nerves. In other words, people with healthy inner ear sensors will have much better balance than people with less healthy sensors. And as we age, our sensors become damaged or at least less precise. This is why I am not one of those people. I mean, maybe sometimes I play my music loud in the car, but I I almost never, not almost never, I never listen to music overly loud over my headphones. I listen to it at a decent volume. You know, not something that's too quiet, but honestly, this is, okay, this is deep, guys, but I got a bone to pick here. Some music sounds better played at lower volumes. Like, there's a lot of really cool lo-fi hip-hop that I really enjoy, and the drums are always very, very compressed drums, um... You know, they're saturated. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but they just sound like, you know, boom bap drums. If you ever listen to, like, look at what a boom bap is. Boom bap hip-hop and lo-fi hip-hop and those drums. And those, they're really crunchy, crispy drums. And uh, and they've got some sort of melodic thing, vinyl sound records. Though that music doesn't sound good being blasted. That music sounds good on a low volume because it's chill. It's relaxing. And I know some people who will listen to some music like this and just blast it. It's like, yo, we got to chill out here. This isn't music for blasting. All right, this is music for chilling. But man, I have this one friend over COVID. We went to the gym together. And uh, sometimes we would like share a, a, like a little earbud or something every once in a while have your opinion of what that practice might be in your own mind, whatever, if you think that's gross or something, but, uh, I would pop in this man's headphone and yo, the music would be blasting. Oh my God. I'd look at the bar. Like, okay, so this is what I normally do, uh, on my iPhone. Cause I don't know if you have an iPhone. Maybe it look, looks differently for you, but the, the bar that goes across the little dot and the bar that goes across, uh, that shows you your volume level. I normally have that. I consistently keep that at where the pause symbol is, where I normally listen to music is one dash above the pause symbol. So that on the second bar of the pause symbol, it's, it's just in the middle the, the, the circle is right in the middle of that, like sort of ending point in the second bar of the pause symbol. That's where I usually like to keep my music. Just a one thing over half, basically. Um, and this dude's was like, three away from the like as far as you could go i was like dude you're gonna go deaf like you're gonna you're gonna destroy your ears man like i'm like why do you even need to listen to it that loud it doesn't even need to be listened to that loud like what's the point oh my god and it was like and it's like it's not it's not chill rap music it was like really heavy rap music like hype up stuff but i'm like god man you're you're not gonna be able to hear a thing when you get older man 
Listen to your volume. Listen to your music on the volume that's meant to be listened on. If it doesn't call for being played at disgustingly loud levels, then don't play it at those loud levels. Some music just sounds better when it's played at a low volume. You just have to feel it out. It sounds, it, the actual music sounds better if you play it on a lower volume. And that's just a fact. So, we have a reply from Ace of Jace. I was so surprised by this as an adult. Spinning and roller coasters are fun as a child. I tried that as an adult with my kids and felt like I was going to die. The dizziness takes so much longer to go away and you feel terrible the whole time. Reply from King Gizmodius. I came here to say this. I have been getting a season pass to King's Island for, uh, for years from high school into my late 20s. And I rode all the rides, even the spinners, no problems. I took a few years off during the pandemic and didn't go at all, but decided to get a season pass again this year. I'm only 32 now, but damn, shit hits different. And not in a good way. I was getting motion sickness even off the simplest rides. I didn't even attempt the spinners, left the park with a massive headache, and sadly haven't returned this season. I'll probably take my daughter and her friends to the Halloween haunt, but I don't see myself riding too many rides. What the WTF? No one told me 32 years old. Yeah, that stuff. I've never really been one for, for amusement park rides like that. Uh, not because it made me sick, but I don't like being out of control like that. It's just too disorienting for me. It's too, it, uh, I didn't, I just don't like being out of control in a sense like that. It just feels like I'm going to fly out. Um, but yeah, shit hits different as an adult and uh you can definitely take a lot more as a kid in terms of that sort of stuff and you're in a, you're kids can do anything man kids are so invincible and then you become an adult and you're like everything hurts you know i like even even like i'm i'm only 21 but guys i can't even play basketball for too long and my knees man my joints and stuff oh my god i've been dealing with like a like a i don't know a pain in my in my in my knees uh, for a while, and it's so annoying. I never used to feel that in high school. I used to be able to jump out of the gym and just have no problem. Now, every time I land from a jump, I'm like, ooh, ooh, jeez. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm here to play. Yeah. Pass me the, yeah. Just pass me the ball. Uh, jeez. And I gotta walk like an old man. And basketball is a terrible sport for that, too, because it's, like, all in your knees. Um, maybe read off one more. Last one comes from Shyly Youthful. Having no job. For some reason, when you're a youth, having no jobs doesn't really seem to matter all that much. But as soon as you grow up and you realize, damn, I actually need to have a job. I actually need to live. I actually need to support myself. No one told me this. I didn't sign up for this. This isn't what I want. Look. We just got to figure out a way to get rid of these these jobs, bro. I think I'm just tapping out. Sorry. Just tapping out. I'm, uh, I'm going to call quits here. Yeah. And then we have a reply from Frank Bigelow. Having no job is awesome. It's having no money that sucks. And that's exactly it. Because money, it does matter in our society. Money matters. In order to do the things, you know, it gives you access. Money is access to things. And although that sucks, and you're going to have a great time without money. You don't need money and you don't need to be rich to have a good time. But uh, money does help 
ease some stress in your life when you're able to provide the basic necessities that you need to have for yourself. But that's right. Jobs suck. Money is nice. But as a child, you don't need a job. You never need one. You never need a job. I remember being so disappointed when, when I would get money, like when I, my parents would be like, I've got $20 for you. And I'd be like, what? And they'd be like, if you do this job for me, I'd be like, oh, job. What job? What do you think I am? 40? <laughs> like an eight. It's like rake these leaves, you know, pick, help me pick the garden or something. Help me clean the garage. It's like as a child, you're like, no, this is, this is, this is an infringement on my rights as a child. And then you're like, but confectionery $20 does sound pretty good. Anyways, let's wrap it up there for the episode. This is a little long today. I mean, to go for a little long here, folks, but we're going to wrap that up for today. Thank you all so much for tuning into the Reddit Ask Us show. Remember, this is the show where we read and react to comments from r slash askreddit. I'm your host, Luke Dick. Remember, if you're watching or listening on YouTube, remember to like, remember to comment, and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating, and also please leave us, leave us that review, 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 because it helps get the show spread, and it helps uh, us, uh, helps more people tune into what people are saying on the beautiful place of the internet and the beautiful platform of Reddit. So thank you all so much. Uh, and remember, 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 if you have an interesting response to one of the questions that, that is asked on an episode, comment under my YouTube channel at Reddit Asks Us on YouTube and comment your comment under the latest episode. And I will read that comment off on the next episode on the next week's following episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in, all my beautiful friends on the Internet. And I will see y'all next week. Peace out.